Hey, sweeties, it's Sweet Valley Jack here. As I'm sure most of you already know, Tanner and I are trained professionals, and we're also expert cowards. So we're going to thoroughly sidestep all of the issues raised by Sweet Valley High Number 10, Wrong Kind of Girl, with an almost effortless grace. But this is a good opportunity to mention that if you or someone you know is experiencing a crisis like the one Annie Whitman does in this book, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or text the Crisis Text Line by texting HOME to 741 741- 2 uh, two babies. You have two babies. There are two babies. We, you said before we started recording, I said I wouldn't be shouting, and you said, yeah, because of the baby, and I should say that because two babies. There are two babies in this house. There is um, my own child. Cyril. Then, uh, Cyril, and then there's the child of our friends, Patrick oh. and Dory, and uh, their child is Mira, and they're both sleeping in the same bedroom. They're bunking sure. together. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I can't shout. Um, since we're doing a little dad talk here... Um, yesterday night so these kids are bucking together it's actually really cute they've become fast friends and they entertain each other and we don't even have to watch them we can just go get like really drunk and pass out yeah they uh went to bed at the same time and then like cyril started like just weeping and like we heard it over the monitor we were all like downstairs like grilling food and we heard over the monitor cyril was like weeping and i went up and i was like cyril you gotta be quiet like this other baby is sleeping in your room and what he was crying about was he was like, I want to see the, the crab page. The crab page. And I was like, what? He was like, I want to see the crab page. And I was like, uh, okay. I went down to get Sarah and I was like, what is he talking about? He's like freaking about the crab page. And she's like, oh, we have this book about like animal migrations. And there's a page with crabs on it. And I was like, okay. And so I like got it and I went into the room and I was like, we have to be quiet. There's like another child sleeping in this room. And I got my like iPhone flashlight on and I like flipped through the book until I found the crab page. And it was this awesome picture of like thousands of crabs migrating. And like he immediately stopped crying and I immediately stopped being annoyed. And we were both like, whoa, that's a lot of crabs. And he was like, the wonder of nature. He was like, yeah, that's like 20 crabs. Yeah. Was it more than 20? 20 is his number for a lot. Okay. It's like Jessica's like one, 537 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then um, and then he just like went to sleep. And I was like, man, what like what the, the highs and lows of being a three-year-old? It's like you're so sad because you can't see the crab page. It's like he's like more inconsolable than I was like when people in my life have died. Right. But we solved it by looking at the crabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that they're just they're they they know what they like you yeah know? my son miles mm-hmm. just this morning we were eating breakfast and i i eat like a child mm-hmm. uh, so i had a empty box of a new cereal called frosted flakes with cinnamon basketballs sitting on the table because i had just finished it and he was asking about a lot of the characters on the box namely okay. tony the tiger yeah. Who he was very excited to learn about. 
and uh, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> who was also on the cover of the box. So yeah. I had to like really. We went pretty in depth on who on Shaq. Do you talk? Shaquille told him about Shaq Fu and like we were. Like, we watched some videos. Yeah, he likes basketball. Yeah, uh, he loved Tony the Tiger. Okay, that's just cool. absolutely enamored by Tony the Tiger. That's beautiful. So, yeah. They're good kids. Yeah. Miles bit someone at school today. Oh, uh, why? He's bitey. He's bitey. He's a little bitey. That's bad. That's a bad kid, what you're describing. He does it out of excitement. He gets yeah. so energized that he's like, I have to bite something. I must bite you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's familiar. He bit, he bit someone at school today. We got a call from the teacher. That's unfortunate. Like, you, you have to get your son to stop biting people. I was like, hey, believe me. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Guess who? Guess who? Victims number one and two are <laughs> biting rampages. Um, this has been dead, dead talk, um, but it's a Sweet Valley podcast, isn't it? Uh, at the at present, <laughs> it is a Sweet Valley podcast. Yes, we talk about the Sweet Valley books, and uh, I'm Sweet Valley Jack, and I'm Tanner. And what we like to do is we talk about the the Sweet Valley High books by Francine Pascal. We're in. Will you, hey Jack, will you okay, do me a favor? Perfect. I'd love to say the, the title. No, of no, the book I know, I know. Yeah. I need to stop you now because I need to buy that. I need that time that you're going to take to do the intro because okay. you and I spent about a half an hour chatting about our lives mm-hmm. before we started this. Uh, yeah, because you're in you're in Woodstock. I'm in Woodstock, New, New York, York. Yeah. home of Woodstock. Yep. The, the festival. The 1999 Limp Bizkit uh, fiasco. Yep. 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 Um, so we were doing a little bit of catching up on our lives, whether or not I could come visit you, mm-hmm. um, some other stuff. And in that time, I drank my beer. Okay. Yeah. And so you've so got to I'm going to go upstairs one. and grab a beer, but I need, in that time, I, I think it would be probably prudent for you to do the intro. It won't take that long. But well, stretch it out. Okay, perfect. That's great. Okay, Tanner's now left, and so uh, I'm not as annoyed as I normally am when Tanner leaves when I'm in the middle of saying something because this is something that he already knows. And the thing that I'm going to say to you is uh, great big Sweet Valley hi um, to everybody listening. Uh, I hope you're strapped in and ready to listen to this podcast about the Sweet Valley books. Specifically, this week we're reading a novel that's called Sweet Valley High number 10. Wrong kind of girl. Um, and as predicted, um, it, it didn't take very long for me to say that. And in fact, uh, I think Tanner probably thinks it takes a long time because he normally makes it take a long time. Um, but and I'm he is. Tanner Greenring. Okay, perfect. You nailed it. Um, I told him a little bit about the book that we're reading. Fun book, huh? Yeah. It's Did pretty- you tell him that Marissa emailed us earlier this week? <laughs> Marissa Flaxbart of the Sweet Valley Diaries podcast, which you must listen to, uh, did email us and was like, warning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, she was like, first off, I find it very flattering that you guys keep talking about me on your podcast. (laughs) It's like, you're the authority on this shit. We're just, yeah, we're passerbys. Yeah. Passersby. We're passersby. Um, But then she was like, this book is pretty heavy. (laughs) This book is pretty heavy. um, And... um, uh, it, it, I I'll say that like I enjoyed it. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. I, I I think I liked it a lot. One of the better Sweet Valley books we've. It's read been in a while. fun. It's been a lot of fun. Like you kind of have to just like brush past some of the um, antiquated Heavier. treatments of of teen issues. Yeah. Um, well, that's which, that's which that's I'm I'm, I'm becoming for... very good at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what we like to do uh, traditionally is to describe these novels and say what happened in them. 
Perfect. Um, I think it's my turn. Yeah. Are you sense. sure? Do you agree? No, I think it's your turn. No, it's your turn. I just did it. You did it for the racing one? Yeah. Okay. Racing hearts? Yeah. I did the 60 seconds for that one. So it's your turn to do the 60 seconds. I'll pull up a timer. The fact that you're you're so like acquiescent makes seconds. me think that it's definitely your time. It's 100% your time. Timer in five, it's definitely your four, turn. It's definitely your three. turn. This is unfair. This is an unfair thing One. that's happening. And your what happens? Going. No, what happens in this novel is that um, Annie Whitman uh, is the most beautiful girl in Sweet Valley. She's just a drop-dead gorgeous, stunning babe and um but uh she dates all the guys she can't relate to girls uh and she like goes on dates with every guy uh she also wants to like solve her life by joining the cheerleading squad which jessica is the captain of and she is the best she like devotes all of her free time to becoming the best cheerleader that cheerleaders can be and she does it and but jessica's awful and so jessica uh despite annie whitman obviously being the best out of 75 applicants to be the cheerleading person uh like the fact that she has a reputation for dating a lot jessica's like you can't like be on the squad and she tries to sabotage her and then um annie is so sad when she doesn't make the squad that she takes a bunch of pills and goes to the hospital and they pump her stomach and then jessica uh speaks to her in her coma and says i'm sorry i messed up and you're actually on the cheerleading squad and then she does get onto the cheerleading squad and everything's okay except it's not because some Terrible crimes have been committed against. And does six, surely 60 seconds have passed. I haven't gotten the beep from... Okay. Um, oh, no. Yep, they are done. Yeah. Google just didn't beep at me. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't beep at me. Yeah. I, I, I like... There's more to say about the beep, book, beep, but beep, that's beep. The, 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 beep, broad, beep, beep, beep. the broad... Perfect. Thank you for beeping at me. Can I do a, seg- can I do a new segment? Yes. It's called the bit balance. Bit balance. Okay. <laughs> and... The the premise of the bit balance is whether or not um, some some bit is being shared between between us some some onerous bit that requires a lot of work. Okay. On behalf of the bit maker. Yeah. Um, you are you are aware. Well, let me rephrase this. Okay. Are you aware? Is this gonna be is this gonna be hurtful? No. Okay. Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Are you aware that yeah. you do the 60-second recap every, every time? <laughs> and is that the bit? Is that the bit is my question. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you didn't know that you do it every week? No. And that's not a planned bit of yours? No. <laughs> so, you, so in the bit balance, uh, the, the solution to the bit balance is like the bit is 100% you. And zero percent me. I just want to make sure. I, I was, I'm just an I was, innocent bystander. I'm collateral damage for your bit. When you were like, "Oh, is it your turn?" I was like, "No, <laughs> wink." And then I was like, "Oh, he didn't wink back." Does he not know that he does this every week? No. <laughs> but I think, in fairness, I like I haven't seen any comments being like, "Oh man, I love the bit where Jack w- asks credulously whose turn it is," and Tanner always says it's jack's turn <laughs> yeah so i think you the bit balance like including the audience like you're shouldering a, a pretty heavy burden and are you okay with this oh bit? i'm fine <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm totally fine I, yeah. i've done it a couple times but yeah 
I think you do it. I do it more often. This is than what should. episode number ten. I yeah. think you do it. I think Most you've done time. it seven of ten times. <laughs> well, I like describing these books. There's a lot going on. Yeah, this was a heavy book. A lot of a lot of teen teen, teen issues, uh, teen issues, teen intrigue, and and Francine did a thing that she does where like <laughs> she like she like diagnoses the problem, which in this yep. case is slut shaming, but like completely whiffs on the solution. Right. Which is like, Annie's going to work on it, and she's going to date guys less. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, Francine, you were so close, and yet, like, not quite there. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to find the, what'd you call it with the Babysitter's Club? There was, like, Oh, like, frames. my, my taxonomy. Like my taxonomy. The taxonomy. The, yeah, yeah. I don't think we we're gonna spend enough time in the the Sweet Valley verse. The Valley to, verse, to yeah. Really develop a taxonomy. Um, I say but that, this but is one where it's like here we are recording go, another fucking Sweet Valley. Local book. teen has problem. Elizabeth wants to help her solve it ineffectually. Jessica wants to exacerbate it. I think it's even more nuanced than that. I think it is. Local teen is trying to do something that requires Jessica's approval. Right. Jessica has expressed explicit like disapproval. disinterest or yeah. even like disapproval. Yeah. And Elizabeth has made it her mission to like make it happen. Yeah. This is like maybe the third or fourth book that that's been the case. Yeah. yeah. Of 10. And those are kind of fun. Like the last week was a fun version of that. Last week was a fun version of that. Although the like there have been several bad ones. The Robin one, this one, yeah. like Jess is I I want to believe that she's going to get better, but it doesn't like, seem like it. It doesn't quite seem like it, does it? No, it doesn't seem like she's going to get better. Um, Jess is awful in this. She's really unpleasant. Uh, and she like only sees the effect of her nastiness when um, Annie like really does a drastic cry for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Annie, and then Annie goes through some shit this week. There's a doctor. Can I talk about Dr. Hammond? Please. <laughs> Dr. Hammond. Let's talk about a, this guy. So, like, Doctor Hammond reminds me of Officer Johnson, yeah. where he's like, all, all all any of us needs is the power of like friendship. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> so like, Annie shows up at the hospital and like she's like taking a lot of pills and like because she didn't get on the cheerleading squad and everybody's like really worried about her. And there's this guy, what's his name? Um, Ricky, Ricky Capaldo, who's like this. Like, I was thinking about this. At first, I was like, Francine's breaking her rules. Like, this transgresses the rules of the Valley verse. Because, like, Ricky, even by his own self description, is like a funny looking guy and he's like kind of yeah. stocky. And I was like, how does it work in Francine's world that this like stocky, funny looking guy is, is the love interest of like what she describes as the hottest girl in Sweet Valley? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't, like, Francine has never betrayed any interest in crossing beauty lines. In right, that way. right, right. Well, even even last week, Racing Hearts, yeah. what's his face was like. Yeah, he was like, like secret, he had a square. He took his glasses off and took he, off like, the was the, the hottie and the naughty. Like hottie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this week, it's it's confirmed that Ricky is ugly. He's ugly, and he says like, "I'm a funny looking guy. What does she see in me?" I think the answer is that in Francie's mind, two things are going on. One, Annie is tainted because she dates too much i guess yeah also like date is i don't know what date is code for it, it might be a euphemism yeah it's unclear uh i i think th- this is francine's thing my sorry my wife was going to bed and i had to text her okay i texted her good night i love you 
Okay, that's nice. That what, was that for? Is that for the sweeties to like be like, oh? Is that what that was for? Is why you said no, that? No, I, I was telling you why I, I seemed a little distracted. But you were also telling an audience of some thousands. Well, I was shopping. I was maybe like shopping around, like workshopping for... my text to her. Okay, good night. I love. Is you. there something else I could have done there? Could I do, could have done that differently or better? I love you so much. She said good night. I love you, and I said good night, comma. I love you. I would say I would up it. I love you so much. Okay. She's going to be furious when she hears this. Just going to be pissed Cause she, cause, because you one up this? I mean, don't do it if it's going to get you in trouble. That is true, though. I do love, I do love her so much. I, what about I love you more? Uh, we're not really competitive. Okay, but do you think that you love her more than she loves you? Because it's Good important question. to be honest in a relationship. Good question. I mean, it's hard to quantify these things, and maybe it's not something... I don't want to get in yes. your head about it. Yes. Okay, well, then you should tell her, man. Like, if you had to tell her... That's the next step in a relationship, right? If you tell someone you love them, that's like an early step. I love you more than you love me. Yeah, I think you should... what I'll tweet her. Or what should, I'll text her now as she's going to bed. I think that would be good, yeah. I love okay. you more than you... What about, like, if you put I think or I'm worried that at the head of that, it could really, like... It could, it'll give her sweet Maybe dreams. both. Maybe both. Yeah. I'm worried that I love you more than you love me. And then beat, I think I love you more than you love me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's challenging. Nice. That's nice. And who doesn't want to hear? That'll stimulate her right before bed. <laughs> who doesn't want to hear that th- as much as they love their partner, that person loves them even more? Mm. And that's the sweetest thing that you could have texted, but you uh-huh. failed. The sweetest thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, uh, let's get back to it. Yeah, I've got. I'm in the middle of a sentence, and I know where it is um, because I've become an expert at this particular form of mental gymnastics over our five years of podcast acquaintance. Yeah. Um, the second thing that Francine knows is that Annie is a sophomore, fifteen, and so in her hierarchy, quinceanera. If you're a sophomore, you basically don't matter. So you could be literally a model level, the most beautiful girl in Sweet Valley. And it doesn't matter because you're a fucking sophomore. And so you can date a junior who is is funny looking by his own admission. Yes, yes, yes. But also you date Bruce Pac-Man. Yeah, and she dates Bruce Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. But like he doesn't respect her. Uh, No one respects her until Well, no, he does. What's his name does? Ricky does. But then so Dr. Hammond... I don't know how we got onto this. Daryl Hammond. Dr. Hammond, or Daryl Hammond, it's his full name, comes in and he's like, he's like, they show up and she's like in a coma. It happens a lot in Sweet Valley. Like most people, in Sweet Valley, like more people are in comas than you would think. Yeah. Like at, on any given day. I, I have, in, I've, I've been alive for 37 years. Yeah. I have known zero people who have been in a coma. In fact, I think the closest I've ever gotten to knowing someone who's in a coma yeah. is Terry Shiva, who... Yeah, you didn't really know her. <laughs> lived in Colorado, okay, and I yeah. lived in Colorado. Yeah. So it's like... We can't... We don't have time to talk about Terry Shiva. That is the closest I've ever gotten to, yeah. to knowing someone who's in a coma. Yeah. And, and there you go. in Sweet Valley... Yeah, everyone. What is it? Is this, is this possibly the third time someone's been in a coma? <laughs> It's certainly at least the second. It's the second main character who's been yeah. in coma. Yeah, yeah, But the point is that um, Dr. Hammond uh, shows up, and she's in a coma, and he's like, okay, 
everybody gather around and it's Jessica is like forced to come to the hospital by Elizabeth, even though, even though Jessica like basically did this and yeah. to, I think Todd is there and Ricky is there. And Todd is definitely not there. It's Darryl, Jessica Elizabeth. Is it Daryl? It's Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah from SNL from the eighties. Daryl Hannah. It's Dr. Hammond. Daryl. What are we saying? No, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Okay. Is that the guy from SNL? Daryl Hannah is. That's from an Kill actor Bill. from Kill Bill. Yeah, she's she's an actress. And then there's also Daryl, which is the um, the robot boy from the eighties. Daryl Hammond. Let's just say Doctor Hammond is a um, improv comedian. <laughs> Listen, Doctor Hammond comes in, and they're all gathered around, and he's like, "Okay, guys, here's the thing about comas. Right now, we've done everything we can for her medically." Medically, medically, we've done everything we can. And the only real thing that could fix her is if you, Jessica, let her back on the cheerleading squad, but you have to mean it. <laughs> and that, is, to, that is literally what the doctor says. And you have to say it to her body. Yeah. <laughs> and Jessica's keep, like, Keep oh. telling her body. Keep saying the power it to of, her body. The power of friendship and the power of cheerleading is going to bring her back from the brink. Uh, and it does. It does bring her back from the brink. Yeah. And then, so here's one. Here's another passage from Dr. Hammond. Moments later, and so this is after Annie wakes up. Moments later, in walked Dr. Hammond, looking very friendly and energetic. He immediately drew the curtains back so that light flooded into the room. Well, well, he said, moving over to Annie's bed and taking her wrist to feel her pulse. What's happened here? Are you the doctor? Annie asked, looking up at him. No, no, not at all, Dr. Hammond said. I'm only the assistant here. These three are the doctors. I think that Dr. Hammond is like, touched by an angel oh he's like delta burke he's like he's touched by an angel or or alternatively and maybe if you go back and watch touched by an angel without the christian patina over it this is, is what possible? touched by an angel is he's just like a guy who wandered into the fucking hospital at the right time okay i see what <laughs> I'm a little worried that by saying the thing he said about those three being the doctor, he has somehow granted them doctor powers. Doctor powers. No, that's possible. That's another. So there's th- those are the two possibilities, right? He's an angel who like is doing magic. And I think he's an angel. His... I, th- okay. I think he's an angel in either case. Or he's a hobo. Either way, or not to say hobos hobo. can't be angels, yeah, yeah. but he's like a guy who walked into the hospital and was what like, if God was one of us? He's like walked into the hospital. He, the only the what if God were one of us? But yes, he walked That's into the hospital. That's not how the song goes. Uh, yes, but she doesn't sing. What if God were one of us? Yeah, but how should it go? Is the operative question, right? What if God was one of us? It doesn't scan for me. But listen, he, the the alternative, and I want to talk about the angel possibility, but the. The alternative we have to consider is he's just a guy who, like, the only thing he had to wear was a lab coat for whatever reason. And he wandered into the hospital. And then, like, the Wakefields were like, what are we going to do about our friend in a coma? And he was like, uh, um, you, you're the real doctors. <laughs> yeah. And that's what matters. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the coma. Yeah, it's you. It's the friends we made along yeah, the way. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I think he's an angel, and Dr. Hammond is an angel. Dr. Hammond, can we talk about... Can I introduce a new set? While we're talking about... Please. Um, older male figures. Okay. May I introduce a segment? Yes, you may. It's called Hashtag You. Hashtag You? You. You. Okay. And it's the opposite of Hashtag Swoon. Okay, okay. And it's where we identify someone who 
It might be a creep. Can I say who it is? Yeah. Johnny? No, not Johnny. I have a different segment for Johnny. Okay. It's called Who's That Johnny? (laughs) But he's a creep. He is a creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's he gets, he gets uh, excised. And he's mom's uh, new new guy, and he's the yeah. fucking pits. We'll get to Johnny. <laughs> okay, we'll get segment. to Johnny. Who's that Johnny? Yeah. Um, this is hashtag you, and it's about Mr. Collins, the editor of the Oracle. Uh huh. I think he is a creep. Bad. He's a creep. I think he's a he's creep. in his early twenties. He's twenty four specifically. Yeah. So I would say mid twenties. Okay, sure. <laughs> All of the girls of Sweet Valley mm-hmm. are have crushes on by him. him. Yeah. yeah. He's quite handsome. Mm-hmm. And he's the advisor to Elizabeth on the newspaper, and he's like her mentor. He's too familiar with them. He's very familiar with them. Yeah, it's no, he's creep- got it's that. It's starting to creep me out. He's got that creeper vibe. Yeah. Can I, should I read the passage? <sighs> Elizabeth lifted her fingers from the keyboard and rested her chin on her hand. What timing, she muttered. Why couldn't one of them have come in five minutes later? This is this is seconds after, what's her name? Annie. Annie thanks Elizabeth for helping to tutor her and pass her math test. Which so she could try out for the cheerleading Gives her the ability to try out for the right. cheerleading team, which Jessica does not want because she thinks that Annie is easy. It's going to taint all the other... They call yep. her Easy Annie, and if Annie's on the cheerleading squad, what will everyone think of the other cheerleaders? Yep. It's a pretty tortuous reason for exerting her power in that way, but I've, yep. I've kind of given up on Jess's psychology, frankly. Why couldn't one of them come in five minutes later? Is this a private conversation, or <laughs> can a mere teacher get in on it? Fuck you. The words, accompanied by a <laughs> soft chuckle, startled Elizabeth. <laughs> What? She said, turning quickly to see Mr. Collins in the doorway. And I imagine he's like Yeah. Oh yeah, he's leaning he's got his he's got his practiced lean. Yeah. The good looking Oracle advisor was grinning at her. Yuck. Yuck. If Yuck. another teacher had caught her talking to herself, Elizabeth might have been embarrassed, but Mr. Collins was different. Every girl in Sweet Valley High knew just how different Roger Collins was. No. Ugh! That's bad. They shouldn't Roger. Actually, the next passage says he's in his late 20s, so he's probably like 28. Late 20s, you know? yeah. Come on, Roger. I'm not I think this that. guy's a creep. He's a creep. He's yeah. my hashtag ew of the week. He's my hashtag Which is saying yuck. a lot, because there's also this Johnny guy. Yeah, so can we do Who's That Johnny, I guess? Do you want to do Who's That Johnny? Yeah. So we're introduced to Johnny. Yeah. With the following passage. This is a nice apartment, Annie, Elizabeth said, looking around the living room. It was small but attractive, and the furniture was ultra-modern. She had never been to Annie's home before. Annie had preferred to stay after school and have Elizabeth help her. It's okay, I guess, Annie said, if you like small apartments with too many people around. I thought it was just you and your mother. And Johnny makes three, Annie said bitterly. Elizabeth stared at her blankly. Annie had a brother? Johnny is my mother's very special friend. He lives here, too. We're just one big happy family. So, who's that Johnny? Mm-hmm. There's a lot to consider here, but what we know about him is his name is Johnny. Full stop. That's what we know. Yeah. So my thinking is Johnny Blaze. Okay. Uh, AKA Ghost Rider. Uh, Nicholas Cage. One of the Ghost Riders. There's okay. Like 
the main, them. but he's the first one, right? He's maybe the second one. Okay, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Mnemonic, interesting. Keanu Reeves, yeah. Is there a Street Fighter Johnny? There is um Mortal Kombat. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Mortal Kombat. Let's throw that and out. That there. makes sense too. Let me continue with the book, Johnny, mm-hmm. if I may. Yeah. Elizabeth, so glad to meet you, Mrs. Whitman gushed, her words slightly slurred from drinking. I like Mrs. Whitman. Yeah, she's she seems kind of she awesome. She likes the party. Yeah, she likes the party. Mom, Liz has to leave, Annie cut in anxiously. She came over to help me with math. Thanks a lot, Liz, she said, half pushing Elizabeth out the door. The happy, confident mood of a few minutes earlier had vanished. Aren't you going to introduce... Sorry. <coughs> yeah, do a voice for me, please. Cut it. Bring me there. I don't want to do a voice but bring because I there. worry it would influence your decision on the who's that Johnny. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to do like a mood. Okay. And don't read into the tonality or anything. Like, Don't try to figure out the character from this. Okay. Just inhabit the mood. Let it wash over me and see what happens in my brain. Okay. I'm here. I'm there. I'm there. <sighs> Aren't you going to introduce me to your pretty little tutor kid? The man lounging in the doorway. Just like Mr. Collins. Oh, just like Mr. Collins. He's a later version of Mr. Collins. Aren't you going to introduce me to your pretty little tutor, kid? The man lounging in the doorway leered at Elizabeth, making her skin crawl. Annie was rigid with anger. This is Johnny, Annie said through clenched teeth. Hello, Mr. Elizabeth wished she had left five minutes earlier. Just call me Johnny, sugar. All the cute little girls just call me Johnny. Jesus Christ, Johnny. Um, So that's who Johnny is. I I guess we've settled on Johnny Johnny. Cage, Johnny Mnemonic, and... Isn't that what um, Jack Nicholson says? When he hacks through the the door in The Shining? Doesn't he say, who's Johnny? I think it's a... I think he says, here's Johnny. Okay. Why did he say, who's Johnny? (laughs) Because he's doing our segment. (laughs) Here's Johnny. Here's I don't think he did our segment. Johnny. Yeah. So it sounds like our choices are Johnny Mnemonic, Johnny Cage, a.k.a. Goose... Uh, sorry, Johnny Blaze, yeah. a.k.a. Ghost Rider, and Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat 3. And not the guy from The Shining? His name is Jack, and he says... Here's Johnny. I don't think he says, here's Johnny. What do you think he says? Uh, he might say, here's Johnny... But I think he's maybe doing a Johnny Carson thing. Yes, I think so. So do you think is, Johnny Carson is a possibility here? Maybe, because I, I, that guy's name is Jack in The Shining. Okay. And do you know what Jack is commonly a nickname for? Uh, no, aware? because I only, I only know one person named Jack. Okay. And it's a pure Jack. And it's the pure, the pure Jack. Gold Star Jack. I, okay, so wait, it's Johnny Cage, Johnny Mnemonic. And Johnny Blaze. And Johnny Blaze from Ghost Rider. That's Ghost, the meanest. Ghost Rider. That's the meanest, right? The meanest one. I think it's the Ghost Rider one. He's the he's meanest. He's not mean. He's not mean. Did he go to hell? Well, yeah. So he's mean according to God. Do you think he went to hell for being a creep? I, I don't know why. I haven't read the comics, but presumably... He's a motorcycle like, stunt performer. Literally I'm God- on the Marvel... Hey, okay. shut up. I'm on the Let Marvel database right now. Let me say something first. Literally, God decided that he is one of the worst people. Let me read the blurb on the Marvel database. Okay. 
Jonathan Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Ghost Rider, is an American motorcycle stunt performer and entertainer turned spirit of vengeance. He was the son of famed stuntman Barton Blaze, who tragically died during a stunt. He became bound to Zarathos, the spirit of vengeance, after making a deal with the demon Mephisto to spare the life of his surrogate father, Crash Simpson, now with the power to control Hellfire and to inflict pain on those he deemed evil with his penance-stare. Blaze seeks vengeance, riding his hell cycle as the Ghost Rider. Okay. So and does that bad. sound like the guy? Well, the alternative. What, what a book. What a comic book. Jesus yeah. Christ. They, they nailed, nailed it. it with this one. They yeah. were like, This is the he's, one. He's a motorcycler. He's got a, a flaming skull head, and he yeah. went to hell and was like, convinced Satan to let him go back and become the, the, the spirit of vengeance. Yeah, that was Jesus cool. Christ. Knocked it out of the park knocked with this one, Marvel park. Comics. And then now Francine wants a piece of it. Yeah. I think it's that, because I don't know much about Johnny Cage. He does bicycle kick. Yeah. and That's all I remember. Johnny Carson. And I don't, re- I don't actually, I've never seen Johnny Mnemonic. So do, have we, do we have an answer to your segment? Because we're getting close to time to take a break. It, no, do, and, I, you, and I, I refuse to go on break until we find it. Yeah. Do you feel confident? I think th- 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 I've made a case, and I feel like you should make a case or, or agree with mine. Okay. This guy's bad. How do you spell mnemonic? Mnemonic, M N E M O N I C, and I do love to spell cyberpunk action thriller film. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds awesome. We should watch it. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's a mnemonic courier. Yeah, gosh, it's definitely not Johnny Mnemonic. I think it's Johnny Carson. You think it's Johnny Carson? Is that possible? I don't think he's a famous creep, man. This guy sucks. All the cute little girls call me Johnny. Imagine saying that to a fucking 16-year-old. It's fucking wild that this person is allowed to be in the world. My name's not John, so I, I don't think I would say that to a 16-year-old. Who's Johnny? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's probably some other. You know what? Let's throw it to the community. Yeah. Which Johnny is this? F- find a famous Johnny. And tell us, tell us who this is, because it's someone, right? Yeah, you're googling Johnny's. Yeah, the Human Torch. He's he's I think notoriously upstanding. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's a question Francine has asked us. It's a question Francine wants us to know the answer well, to. Well, now it makes me feel like it's a failure of a bit, because like the whole point is we need to find. I made John. a strong case for who it is. And who was that? The Hell Rider. Oh, but he's. Cursed by God. Fine, it's Hellrider. (laughs) I need to use the potty. Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp. Okay, fine. Can I go? Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about some of the um, deep, scary world-building stuff that Francine put in this novel. Um, Okay. um, I'll just read you this. This is early on in the text when uh, Elizabeth is watching the cheerleading practice and she's nervous because she knows Jessica's going to ruin Annie's life and Annie's just like... Yeah, Jessica has, has dedicated herself to making sure that Annie does not get on the cheerleading squad and, and she's, is, is yeah. very explicit about that with Liz. Elizabeth takes uh, Eeny Weenie Rollins to come with her and the following exchange happens. Everything's fine, Enid. Elizabeth forced a small smile. I mean, I am having fun. Especially watching Annie Whitman. She's terrific, isn't she? Yeah, terrific, Liz. So why that very unterrific look on your face? Francine has a real way with words. Yeah. 
What look? Elizabeth asked a little too sharply. Sorry. What look? Yeah. What look? What look? Elizabeth. No, I like that. What look? Become one word. It's like a it's just like a dog bark. Elizabeth asked a little too sharply. Like you just saw something black and creepy crawl across the floor or maybe overheard a plot to destroy the world. That look. And my question for you, Tanner, is Unmade. How does Enid know what that look looks like? How does Eeny Weenie Rollins know what that looks like? That look I think she's one of these world hoppers. Okay. From and what is it? My second question is, what is mythology. it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Someone who's jumping between Mistborn, yeah. uh, Warbreaker, yeah. Stormlight Archive, you know, one of these wits, or uh, Zahel, yeah. the Swordmaster. Okay. So she has seen the Unmade. She knows what that looks like. She knows what it looks like to see a Void Spren. And she's like, I'm looking at you and I see that. Yeah. You've got that look. And this is a this is deep mythology for the Brandon Sanderson, yeah. Uh, but it's required literary universe, yeah. which Jack is not a part of. What do you mean I'm not a part of? What do you mean by that? I mean that you've you've given up on it because I read only f- like four of the five like because you're weak seven thousand word novels and kind you of won't you've given up on it. I tried to get you to read the, the third. One. I tried to get you to read the third Stormlight Archive three? book. Yeah, and you're like, I can't do it. It's too many words. It's a lot. It's too many words. Uh, I I love Brandon Sanderson and I wish him the best, but like they there became too many words in that novel. Let me throw good. another um, very good novels. Everyone read the Stormlight Archive. They're great books. They're great. It gets a little wordy at the end. Listen, here's a th- uh, an alternate possibility. I th- this reminded me very specifically of the faculty the the josh hartnett film the josh hartnett film yeah uh and i looked it up because i was like god this just got real the faculty vibes and the things the aliens in the faculty is that the one about nazis or aliens it's aliens and they are because there was a movie around the same era that was about teachers who were actually nazis and were trying to like toy soldiers no, it wasn't Toy Soldiers. The Pupil, maybe? I don't know, but that's not what we're talking about. Ethan Hawke? That's not what we're talking about. They were Stay the same focus. movie, except one was Aliens and one was Nazis. Okay, this one's the Aliens one. And because what, the, what we have in the text is it's something that's black and creepy and crawls across the floor and has a plot to destroy the world. That's the unmade. And that's specifically the faculty or the unmade. It could be either of those things. We don't know. Okay. Um, I, thought the unmade, I thought the faculty were lizard people. No, they're aliens. I know, but I thought they were like lizard aliens. They're not. Okay. Okay. Don't get, don't get testy. I just like I like I, I haven't lo- seen the faculty since I was like fourteen years old, Jack. Don't like I get do on my of, case about it. Okay. Let's take the temperature down. I do a lot of preparation to make this podcast the perfect recap of these novels for our listeners. And I expect you to do the same. If you did not watch the faculty in preparation for this recording, that's that's on you, and that's something we'll talk about later in our like Bare- weekly. I, fucking... Jack, I barely read the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I think that's about the faculty. And speaking about world hoppers, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. yeah. This is when Ricky's realizing that he's in love with Annie Whitman. Of course, you are, Ricky, dude. She's the most beautiful girl in school. She's a hottie. She's a hottie. Ricky Capaldo summoned every bit of his resolve and banished all thoughts of Annie from his mind. The three major causes of the Revolutionary War, he noted in his book, were a denial of basic rights, the Stamp Act, 
and Annie Whitman. Ricky threw down his ballpoint pen. She's a time hopper. Yeah, she caused the Revolutionary War. Kind I mean, of Helen not, Troy not style. entirely by herself, but... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, the war, step back, the step like, back everyone, was a big part of it, and I I want to be careful because like this nation is undergoing a big like our own stamp act soul searching about like how we teach history to kids. So I don't want to say that the stamp act had nothing to do with it. Everyone wants to ascribe the cause of wars to one thing. Everyone's like, oh, World War Two is because yeah. Franz Ferdinand got shot, and World War One. World War One, and then World War Two was because of World War One, and then <laughs> the American Revolution was because like the Stamp Act. But it's yeah. like it's not just one thing. It yeah. was also Annie. It's also Annie Whitman, and she's yeah. the most beautiful girl in this in the tenth grade. Right. Well, I would say after Jess and Kara and Lila, I think that she's a grade below them. I think they're uh, juniors. Someone should please. I think I think she can. Somebody set us straight on this. What grade are these girls in? <laughs> Somebody please help me. What grade Let's are see. they? In? What grade are they in? Let's see. When and don't I was, look it up. When I was fourteen, I think she's a grade below them. That's why. That's why she's allowed to. This is like my whole fucking point. It's why Francine allows her. When you were fourteen, you were in ninth grade. When you were fifteen, you were in tenth grade. When you were sixteen, you were in eleventh grade. When you were seventeen, going on eighteen, you were in twelfth grade. That's how it works. That's how the world works. That's You're how right. the world has worked since time You're right. immemorial. You're right. I think Annie is. She's a sophomore. She's a sophomore. fifteen. Yeah, and I think that Jess and Elizabeth are juniors. Juniors. Yes. Oh my god, I can hear 16. Marissa Flaxbart like fucking screaming at us right Let's now. Let's just call her. Let's call her. Do we have her number? We can't call her. It's like ten o'clock at night. You can't call someone. It's past, not in past L.A. Seven p.m. in L.A. We maybe we we could email her. Emergency. Let's see if she's up. Okay. You up? You up? Let's see if her phone number is in one of her like email sigs. We need to know. Is that possible? Do no, but you put can their phone numbers in personal email sigs. I can email her right now. Okay. Can I email her through my phone? You don't know how to email through your phone. No, but through text message. Oh. Maybe, yeah. Try that. Try sending her a text to her email address. That's okay, not gonna work. Why would that work? I don't know, but my phone seems to think that I could do it, and it says it's like it's a new MMS. Okay, do it. Okay, see what happens. If we can just get her to come on and like just help us with this, what great. And if uh, for all of you who are uninformed, Marissa Flaxbarts hosts a show called the Sweet Valley Diaries. Yeah, the Sweet Valley Diaries. And uh, it's it's a beautiful show. It's it's the premier Sweet Valley show. If you like what we're doing with Sweet Valley, I've got bad news for you. We're going to stop very soon. So yeah. you may as well hop over and start listening to Marissa's show. Yeah, that's we, In great. fact, we were just on a recent episode. Start there. I should, okay, so I'm going to say, hi, it's Jack. What grade? What grade? No, 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 no. Tell her, can we call you? What grade are these Sweet Valley girls? No, in? don't ask the question. Say, and can we talk to you quickly? No, I don't want to freak her out and be like, can we talk to you? She's going to think we're in a coma or something. Marissa, it's Jack. I'm recording with Tanner. Do you have a few minutes to come answer some questions for us? Hi, Marissa, it's Jack. I'm recording with Tanner. Have I never talked to a human before? What if she says no? Well, then we won't. Then okay, we won't. so I've texted that. What do you mean if she says to no? Her then we won't. Email. Perfect. That's great. And now what? Do we wait? Yes. There's no other way we can find out. Maybe tweet at her. She's going to wake up tomorrow. She's probably at work. 
Maybe she has a life. It's 7 p.m. I oh. mean, she's at work. I don't know. Some people work past 7. I, I got her phone number. Idiot. God, search your fucking inbox. What a dunce. All right, you text her. And try to be cool. Could you text her something cool? Marissa. Hi. Hey, say hey. It's Tanner. Say hey. Say hey, dot hi. We have a couple SVH questions that we need answered urgently. That we need answered urgently. Yeah. Open parentheses. We're recording right now. Can you pop on Zoom quick? Question mark? Okay, perfect. Doesn't matter where you are. And so what are our questions? How old are they? (laughs) Yeah. Let's see what she says. Great. Okay. Well, while we're waiting, let's see. Something's coming. It's the faculty. We said that. Let's do our burns. (gasps) Oh, I don't have one. Perfect. Do you want to skip burns of the week this week? No, I want to hear yours because this was a challenging book. It was about mental health in teens. Yep. And many, if not all, of the burns that I saw in the book were directed at Annie. Annie in a way that was like slut shamey or, or in a way that was slut shamey or that we now know directly led to her. to her having like major fucking issues. Right. Um so I didn't capture any because I thought it was I've got two burns. You want to I hear thought them? it was in bad faith, and, and it sounds like you don't care. Yeah, it sounds like I don't care, but it doesn't, because I read the book closely, and I captured two burns that were not on that topic. Here's the first one. Ready? Todd faced Elizabeth and shook his head. I'm sorry, he said. I didn't mean to upset you. I just want to help. Like I said, jocks are dumb. Elizabeth looked up at him. Tall and lean with warm brown eyes, Todd looked especially handsome that night in his gray cords and burgundy shirt. Why did he put up with her? She always seemed to take out her frustration about Jessica on him. I don't think jocks are dumb, she said quietly. I think you're the smartest basketball player I've ever dated. She moved a step closer to him. How many have you dated, he asked. Only one. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, That is you're, funny. Yeah. Do you want to hear another one? He, is it mean? I mean, it's a burn. What happened to you, man? Burns you got soft. Mean. Yeah, they're always mean. What are you doing? I the problem is fucking it's just the goddamn Wakefield is okay. thrown off my whole calibration. Okay, here's a burn on Jess. You ready for that? Yeah. Jess, she called I'm worried this is not Marissa's number. Okay, that's why you weren't actually paying any attention. Cuz I'm to on scene. What do we want to ask her? Okay, I'm going to just send her the I'm going to send her the Zoom link. We're just asking okay. her what age these girls are and what grade they're in. Can I tell you my burn? Yeah, please. Jess, she called. I want to talk to you. Jessica opened one eye, then closed it again. I'm working on my tan, Liz. What is it? Have you heard what they're saying about you and Annie? Uh, everyone in school is like like exaggerating it, but it's not really exaggerating. Oh, Jessica yeah. Annie and, Annie and Jess got into like a fist Big fight. So, yeah. is any of it possibly true? Did you call her Easy Annie to her face? Jessica turned over onto her stomach, being careful not to slide off into the turquoise water. <laughs> okay, Francine. She glanced at her sister. Lizzie... Do you think I'm an absolute total beast without feelings? Don't make me answer that one, Jess. <laughs> Just tell yeah. me. That's funny. Yeah. It's a burn on Jess. It is a burn on Jess. Okay. Thanks for listening to my burns, Tanner. I could tell you were really fully paying attention to both of them, and it's, it's why trying to coordinate this fucking guest like, star we're having on the show. <laughs> Someone, someone's got to fucking do it. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. 
Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, we won't have time to have Marissa, but you can ask her um, once she gets on the Zoom. I won't be here. Oh, here she comes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Wh- what were you doing when we texted you? I was uh, actually just finished teaching a screenwriting class. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much cooler than anything I ever do. It's pretty cool. It's like the coolest thing I do, basically. It's wow. the new thing. Thanks for um, taking the time. We don't have. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. Okay. We won't uh, take we're too reading, much of your time. We're discussing Sweet Value High number 10. We already told the sweeties about how you emailed us earlier this week to warn us that it was heavy. <laughs> yeah. But do you appreciate the warning in retrospect or do you wish I had never warned you? You certainly, you certainly made me anxious about reading this book oh okay well that doesn't i feel like that's not an answer necessarily to the question maybe i should have just kept my big mouth shut here's the question we have for you and the reason we insisted that you drop everything and come on our podcast right now and i know that it's important that you you're teaching young minds how to do screenwriting and it's you've got a zoom full of like aspirational screenwriters like on hold you're like wait i need to go on i like that version of the story let's do that but need to go on my friend's podcast right now screw you guys i gotta jump off real quick the boys need me this is actually really urgent and i think when we ask you you're gonna realize that it was worthwhile pulling you out of something exciting channer do you want to ask or shall i yeah here's the question Okay, you do it. You say it. We didn't rehearse this, but you you just say it, Tanner. Just say it however you want. Okay. <clears throat> what grade are Jess and Elizabeth in? <laughs> really? Yeah, we can't quite figure it out. Um, they're in are 11th they grade. They're See, I told you. I told okay. you. I told you they were in 11th grade. Yeah, they're 16. Why aren't yes. they worried about the SATs? <laughs> yeah. What about the PSATs? Did that exist in the 80s? Or the ACTs? Yeah. yeah. That's what we took in Colorado. I want to add that Bruce Patman is a senior. It's something that's easy to miss. Yuck. See, that's useful to know. See, my theory, I'll, I'll elaborate on this a little bit. My theory, my question was... Oh, in oh the, Jack. Oh, I was saying, I was, okay. Let's ask yeah. Marissa about who's that Johnny too, but go ahead. Okay, we'll ask her about who's that Johnny. <laughs> my question was this. In the, in, from what I understand of Francine Pascal and for, like, from the extent to which I've inhabited her mind... It doesn't make sense to me that Annie Whitman, who is described as the most beautiful girl in all of Sweet Valley, yeah, why would she be allowed to end up with Ricky Capaldo, who is self-described as funny-looking and like stocky and weird-looking? Like in her world, like that's never going to happen. And the only way it makes sense is if she's a fucking sophomore, and so it doesn't matter. It's nothing to be a sophomore. Right. That's my thought. Is she a sophomore? She's 15. Yeah, I think she's she might 15. be a sophomore. But also I think, I think it's like divine retribution. Like she ha- like this is not me talking. This is uh the, you know, 1980s mid 80s Sweet Valley High talking. It seems to me that she's got to be punished, Annie Whitman. Yeah, no, I said that too. That was my other reason. She's okay. got to be punished. Yeah. She's tainted because she dates too many Which men. Which is a euphemism. Yeah. Right. Marissa, we have a new hit segment. It's called Who's That Johnny? Ooh. And it's about uh, Annie Whitman's mom's boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny. Johnny. Um, Okay. The candidates we landed on were Johnny Mnemonic. Oh. Johnny Blaze, who's Ghost Rider, if you're not familiar. Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat 3 or Johnny Carson. 
Ooh. Oh my god. Is there a Johnny? He's also a creep. I don't know if you remember the book. He's like a creep. He like calls like Elizabeth. Yeah, like, I do. He's bad, sweet, right? Sweet, pretty, or whatever. He's yeah. he's like flirts with them, and that's part of what's wrong in Annie's life is that her mom is dating this awful man who flirts um, with his do- her daughter's friends. So gross. <laughs> it's one of the grosser things that happens. You think it's one of those Johnnies, or do you have like another candidate you want to put in the mix? Johnny Bravo. Oh Jesus, that makes a lot of sense, right? He's sort of a womanizer. Yeah, right? like he calls everyone like little sugar. Yeah, jo- Jack Johnny Bravo is a cartoon. Okay, from for from teens. like the late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, it's like I think after my time. Well, Johnny Demonic is that um Keanu Reeves? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's a factor because if you, the your babysitter is Keanu Reeves exists in that world, right? Or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, no, that's right. No, you're right. So I just feel like there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. Francine's trying to bring Keanu into this, world the Valley verse. Yeah, we've been right. talking about World Hoppers a little bit today. Any other questions we have for Marissa? What's the other segment we did? While we have you. Um, what was the other segment? Oh, Mr. Collins. Have the Oracle. Yeah. He He's our new hashtag you. He's a creep, right? <laughs> well, you know, on Sweet Valley Diaries, we have a recurring segment called Collins Watch. Okay, because he's a creep. Well, I so I have actually firmly stood by (laughs) Mr. Collins through all of his scandals. Um, In Mr. Collins is often at risk of being canceled, but it's kind of like not his fault that he's handsome. Um, You know, he can't. It's his fault that he's like grooming these like. It feels like he leans into it. It feels like he leans into it. I yeah, I feel like he really pretty much stays above board, and that the thing that is most guilty, like the entity that's most guilty of getting Mr. Collins in trouble, is like the omniscient narrator of the book, constantly talking about how he's the most popular teacher because of how hot he's so handsome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How these sixteen-year-old girls want to like. Uh, but he gets in trouble, us. but not for anything he does. I and mean, maybe that's what part of why I have a soft spot for Mr. Collins is that uh, in the future, um, I don't know if you guys are going to keep reading these books, but in the very near future. Promise you, Marissa, this is likely the last one. Okay. Maybe the second or last. Okay, great. <laughs> well, then I'll tell. Well, the next book is, is very different. But the next okay. one after this one, uh, if the sweeties want to continue on, Involves Mr. Collins being falsely accused of a crime he did not commit. What yeah, the fuck? Falsely feels. <laughs> From what I'm reading this week, falsely seems unlikely. Seems like creep. Okay. Well, we all will all take our sides, I guess. And I refuse to read past this book. So Ted yeah. seems like I'm a concerned. great place to stop. And really, the events of this book seem like as likely as any to turn you off of Sweet Valley High forever. (laughs) Unless you're me. And then you're like, you know what? I really need to devote my life to these books. I love this one. I enjoyed it. Um, As problematic as it is. I have one final question for you, Marissa. Thank you for, um, I guess, did you just cancel your class? These poor kids are are never going to. Yeah, I'm going to send them a quick message telling them, (laughs) wait till next semester, guys. Don't bother. No one makes it in this industry. Yeah. Just go be an accountant. Just do some scene work on your own, you know, talk amongst yourselves. Here's a final question for you. Um, I didn't dare to ask this to Tanner because I didn't think he would know the answer. Um, Francine has a, a great mystery in this novel. Um, she describes all of the primary participants in the cheerleading squad, and she describes them as follows. 
they included Robin Wilson, the current Miss Sweet Valley High, Helen Bradley, a stunning redhead, Gene West, a pixie brunette, and Maria Santelli, who could do backflips that took everyone's breath away. What color is her hair, Francine? What color is Maria Santelli's hair? We get everybody's fucking hair described in detail, and then Maria Santelli's is left off. I don't want to profile. Okay. Let's say maybe black. Okay. Oh, Marissa actually does have the answer. It's She's holding up a novel, and it is called Forbidden Love, and Maria Santelli is on the cover, and she's got a, a dark brown uh, bob. Yeah. Sounds like an Italian name. Wow, I'm so delighted that you knew the answer to that. <laughs> I feel like a part of me feels like, yes, I won this one. I got you. I got it. You know, like I am. But, but part of me also feels like I ruined your whole bit by having a, a real answer. So I apologize. No, it's for good that. that you had an answer. No, no, no. It's it was, good that you had an answer. It, was, it wasn't even a bit. And that's bit balance. <laughs> that's bit balance. <laughs> this is a new segment we have. Bit balance is great. I thought you said bit bandits real quick, so I just want to bandits maybe better. As another potential option is for the segment name Bit Bandits. Marissa, thank you for coming on. We have been telling all of the fans of this interstitial season of the Babysitters Club Club to go check out the Sweet Valley oh, Diaries. It's the thrill of my life to be able to talk to you guys, and now we're like friends. So Sweet Valley <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, we can just text you on a whim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I don't have the setting on my phone where like unknown numbers go to the graveyard. I've had that in the past. <laughs> I Googled, I had to go to my inbox and be, I had to search Marissa number. And unfortunately, you did give us your number. <laughs> well, now I've got yours. So next time I have a, yeah. I don't know, some kind of emergency that you can solve, I'll be sure. Well, we owe you. you. We owe yeah, you. We owe you. But it's got to be an emergency. On the level of what age are the Sweet Valley girls? Okay, so yeah. something it's a tall order, serious. but yeah, all right. Anything you want to plug? You maybe your screenwriting class? <laughs> yeah, anyone, <laughs> everyone can pl- please join Marissa's screenwriting class. Um, yeah, I can plug my newsletter. I have a newsletter. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah! It's, it's called I subscribe. It's called it's it's pretty good. It's only sometimes about uh, Sweet Valley Diaries, but I was actually thinking about writing about something that would include uh, talking about Amber Theory. Um, hell yeah! So yes. maybe there might be a future entry that references Babysitters Club Club and Amber Theory. But you can find it at flaxbart.substack.com. That's Everybody my name. Everybody subscribe. You must. Thanks, guys. Wow, cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Marissa, for taking time out of your, yeah. your yeah. day to but do this. I, I just feel like for the, my integrity as a, te- as a teacher, the class was over. It, it, this, that was just all yeah. an elaborate. Yeah, folks, yeah, the sure. class was sure. – this is actually a good way uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll clean this up for you. Marissa ended the, the class when, early to come Marissa on When Marissa decides that she needs to come on her podcast, the class is over. Yeah, you thought it was going to be an hour-long class and it was only 10 minutes? Uh, only 40 minutes The class minutes is actually today. over. You've yeah. learned everything you're going to learn from me today and you should be fucking grateful. Now I have to go on another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biz. Yeah. That's, That's the biz. The biz. That's yeah. And that's actually, they learn more today than they would have learned in an hour long class. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, they learned about what happens when you're too busy in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Well, and speaking of, you know, being busy in Hollywood, the reason I really got a jet now is because I'm late to drive a few blocks away to pick up a salad. And that's okay. true. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's not true. keep you from right. your salad. I'm really sorry that we fucked up. I was going to drive right. to pick up a salad. Because I live yeah, in right. Los Thank Angeles. You. Thank you for okay. coming on, Marissa. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Thanks, guys. You're the Goodbye. best. Bye. Bye. Okay, so there's juniors, and that was. They're I'm glad juniors. we did that. Um, it's all the time we have for today, I think. <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I would like to thank you, Tanner, so very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the Sweeties for bearing with us. I would like to thank Marissa Flax, Bart of the Sweet Valley Diaries, for answering our pressing questions. Please, everybody, subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's the only way we support our families, and it's only $5 a month. You can buy our merch. I have a full-time job. It's not the only way. I have a full-time job. Okay, perfect. Thanks for uh, that, Tanner, and you always do um, contribute in a useful way uh, during this part of the podcast, and I've never acknowledge it and now is the time that i am acknowledging it yeah, please do remember welcome. to yep and thank you for saying you're welcome while i tried to say something and, and what i and the thing that i'm saying is buy our merch which is bit.ly slash bscc merch you can rate and review our show on apple podcast and you must you must join our facebook group there's uh n- n- nothing else to do uh the world is a, a, a grim and bleak place and our facebook group is the only oasis um in this increasingly darkening nightmare place that we inhabit so if you mm-hmm. want to survive and if you want to be happy you must be in our facebook group it's the baby nation and uh, go there and have fun everyone's nice and good in there all that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel that novel was called sweet valley high number 10 wrong kind of girl next week we're going to be reading a little book that is called sweet valley high number 11 too good to be true and uh, before you say anything tanner maybe we won't maybe next week is the beginning of our new show i don't or know maybe we will and time I is a flat know. circle and yeah. we're gonna be trapped in the sweet valley universe forever yeah uh, uh, it's tough to say but we're getting close to god i hope you read more of these books this one yeah. was so fucking fun to read it Jack. was fun and it was fun and you liked it and we had a good time and we had got talked to our friend marissa didn't we she's like one of our wives Okay. Just like getting a random text message. It's like, hey, come be on the podcast right now. She's like, okay. That's a a power we have over very few people. Yeah. Throw her subscribe for that. Yeah. You owe her that. Her show is great. Yeah. At the very least, go check out the the one we were on. But I I think once you go and listen to that recent episode, you will be hooked. It's it's a great show. Excellent. What we need to now say is that this week. My name has been Jack Alexander Shepard. I'm Tanner. A great big sweet valley bye to all the sweeties. Uh, finish up your milk and come upstairs with me is the thing we say now. Mm-hmm. We're big girls. We can take care of ourselves. Good. I'm glad Marissa was up for that. Be very. <laughs> <laughs>